Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or quite frankly anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family at KessingerRealEstate.com. And Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Go to the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. A part of the Believe Network, the Ole Miss Rebels absolutely destroyed the Central Arkansas Bears 59-3 this past Saturday. And it was an opportunity for Luke Altmaier to start this football game. He would not finish it. Had an injury. We were told by the media relations department that he was not pulled because of that injury, which obviously that wasn't the case. Uh, Lane Kiffin admitted at the end of the uh, the game and the press conference that uh, Luke Altmaier had a bit of a shoulder issue. We don't know if we'll see him this Saturday against Georgia Tech. He finished the game 6 of 13 for 90 yards, two touchdowns, and had the one interception. That interception, um, it looked like that he was even pointing to his arm. Um, at least someone in the press box told me that they had heard that someone saw him come off the field pointing towards his arm when he threw that interception, uh, which intimated that the shoulder was hurting. I thought Luke Altmaier played really well before he came out of the game. Uh, but uh, at that point, Jackson Dart comes in. Jackson Dart finishes 10 of 15, 182 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Dart played well 
I really did. And I think Dart's going to be the quarterback going into Georgia Tech, if anything, because of the um, the sore shoulder. Once again, uh, Lane Kiffin said in the press conference on Monday that uh, Luke Altmaier would be ready to go. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to believe at this point. What we do believe is that, at least I say we do believe, what I believe is that, that Jackson Dart is going to get the ball at Georgia Tech. We'll talk more about Georgia Tech in the second half of the show. We'll also hear all of the, the scoring calls. There was a lot of them. <laughs> Ole Miss scored a lot, 59 points. Any more than anything held that Central Arkansas offense to only three points in the day. They got a field goal uh, at some point in the fourth quarter. And uh, the Ole Miss defense really stepped up and played well. And uh, we'll get you uh, all of the scoring calls from our good friends at Learfield in the Ole Miss Radio Network. David Kellum had play-by-play. Of course, Harry Harrison had color. And our good friend John Darnell was on the sidelines. It's, uh, Richard Cross was on location for ESPN, and John did a great job. So we'll get those highlights to you here in just a moment. Thankful for our sponsors, of course, Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, be sure to use that promo code BLEAV, that's BLEAV50. And also grateful as uh, we're coming to you today from the Debbie Johnson Studios. Debbie Johnson is our real estate agent here at the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. She can be your real estate agent as well does a great job for the entire state of mississippi whether it be commercial or rental or residential what have you give davy johnson a call our official real estate agent of the believe in Ole Miss podcast we'll come back the second half of the show we'll take a look at georgia tech we'll also take a look at all the scoring plays and who made some big plays on defense right here on the believe in Ole Miss podcast part of the believe network It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show.
Welcome back into Believing on this podcast, a part of the Believe Network. We really appreciate you uh, making this your home for Ole Miss sports. And, you know, like I said, there not a lot of uh, bells and whistles here. We just – we like to get you the news. We like to get you uh, – for example, during the season, we'll kind of run through the uh, the box score a little bit. We'll give you all the radio calls from our good friends at uh, Learfield and the Ole Miss Radio Network and just kind of tell you where everything stands in regards to – uh, the lineup and the changes and all that sort of thing. It's, you know, things that we like to know. And so uh, we hope you enjoy it. And, and if you do, let us know. Uh, be sure and follow us on our social channels. I'm, of course, at Brad Logan COT. You can also follow the show at Believe in Ole Miss. That's, of course, on Twitter. And then the also the Twitter handle is at Believe Network. Uh, that's our uh, home here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. You'll also can follow us at Brad Logan Media on Facebook. And uh, we're working on some things with Instagram. I'm, I'm not, I'm not really tuned into Instagram a whole lot, but uh, uh, they're telling us that we need to uh, kind of branch out and do some things on Instagram. We're so grateful for our partnership with WJTV, also partnering with WREG this year. Every home game, uh, we'll have a couple of segments on the Sports Zone Live. Of course, you can get that simulcast. WJTV out of Jackson and WREG out of Memphis. And uh, that will come to you about three hours before kick. So each week we'll give you an update about what time that we'll be coming on. Last week came on with uh, Blake Levine for WJTV and Mike Seedy of WREG had a great time prior to that Central Arkansas game. Also, our good friends at Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. Reps247.com is where you can get all the Ole Miss information that you need. Uh, David Johnson does a phenomenal job. He's the publisher for Inside the Rebels. And I'll be honest, Tyler Comas uh, working hard along with Jared Redding. Uh, they get you all types of con- uh, content, whether it be recruiting, whether it be game stories, uh, whether it be special features, columns. I know David puts a big column up after each game. So we'll have all the coverage for you from Atlanta. We do pregame videos and postgame videos. You can get every bit of that right now at Rebs247.com, an affiliate of 247 Sports, and for a really, really good price. Let's take a look at this Central Arkansas game. The The Bears came in 0-1 of the year after losing their first game to Missouri State. Of course, so Missouri State, the fighting Bobby Petrinos, took care of Central Arkansas week one. Ole Miss now is 2-0 after winning the opening week against Troy. They've done well, but let's not uh, let's not sugarcoat this thing. Central Arkansas, not a good football team. Uh, not as an FCS team. So it is an opportunity that Ole Miss was able to get out and score a lot of points. Let's take a look at some uh, offensive leaders. We talked a lot about the quarterback position, and it was a good day for Jackson Dart. 10 of 15 for 182 yards. He had a couple of touchdowns. Of course, Michael Trigg played well, too. Two touchdowns by Luke Altmaier, and a Trigg called it three of those. So uh, a great job by Luke Altmaier. We talked before in the first part of the show, uh, Luke came out with a banged-up shoulder. Uh, we were told by the media relations department that uh, Luke came out because of the interception. Obviously, now we know that was, um, you know, a lot going on there. Let's just say that. So, uh, but we do know that there is an injury that uh, that Lane Kiffin talked about at the end of the game. Uh, running the football, Quinchon Juckins, a freshman out of Alabama, uh, ten carries, 104 yards, the long of 34. Of course, that's an average of 10.4 yards a carry. That'll play, and that's really, really good. Zach Evans got the ball uh, early, 11 carries, 53 yards, and had a touchdown. And then Ulysses Bentley, four carries, 43 yards, and had a touchdown. 
It was a big day uh, of receiving for Jonathan Mingo, 103 yards. He's kind of breaking away from the pack a little bit. We wondered who might be that go-to receiver. I think that's going to be Jonathan Mingo, at least. That's who we've seen over the last couple of games. Hey, how about Dayton Wade? Two catches, 54 yards, had a nice day. Uh, Malik Heath, of course, the transfer out of Mississippi State. Three catches, 52 yards, and had a touchdown. But Michael Trigg, not a lot of yards, but most of those catches came inside the red zone. Five catches, 28 yards, and had three touchdowns. Uh, J.J. Henry, three catches, 23 yards. And Jalen Robinson, two catches for 17 yards. So uh, that is how the receiving went down. And uh, Ole Miss defensively, uh, Troy Brown, the linebacker, Led the team with five tackles. Four of those uh, were solo tackles. It was a lot of folks that got a chance to play, so these tackles are really spread out. How about Taiwan Malone? Five tackles, three solo tackles. We had kind of been waiting to hear Taiwan Malone's name, the number one player out of New Jersey uh, two years ago. And Otis Reese, big game as well. Five tackles for him. Defensive back Tyson Johnson joined the five uh, tackle club uh, with five tackles in one of those uh, was a solo tackle, had a quarterback hurry as well. Aisheen Young with four. Uh, folks just all over the place. And it, it was a it was a nice day defensively. A lot of folks had a chance to play. For example, Marquevis Brown had four tackles. Linebacker Shante Sistrunk. So uh, Tysheem Johnson uh, had three tackles. Uh, Ladarius Tennyson had three tackles. And remember, he had that one sack and had one tackle for loss. So uh, Tennyson with a big day as well. Austin Keys with three. And MJ Daniels came in and played later and had three tackles. And then a ton of folks had two tackles and then one tackle apiece. A lot of folks played, which is good. Uh, we knew that that defensive line was has a lot of depth on it. So we knew that we'd see a lot of players on defense uh, play well, and they really, really did. I tell you, one person that's really stood out to me, how about the special teams? Because how about Jonathan Cruz? He did make the field goal of 41 yards. But he was 6 of 6 for extra points, and he's been perfect on extra points all year long. Fraser Mason, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that even right. Three punts for 137 yards, a long of 51. So a nice day punting the ball for, uh, for Fraser Mason. Ole Miss scored first. Of course, we talked about it earlier. Michael Trigg, one of his three touchdown passes. This one from quarterback Luke Altmaier. First and goal, little swing pass is caught and stepping in the end zone with an easy score is Michael Trigg. Four catches, 33 yards last week, no touchdowns. And the sophomore from Tampa, Florida, the transfer from USC, gets the TD. Ole Miss, we talked about special teams playing well. How about Ladarius Tennyson, a 25-yard fumble return? The Jonathan Cruz kick was good, and Ole Miss would get off to a 14-0 lead with 7.09 to go in the first quarter. We'll try again, hopes, hoping he gets a better snap. 43.5 average, as long as 51 last week. And this one's blocked, and it rolls to the near sidelines and out of bounds at the three-yard line. Snap is high and over his head, off his hands, and going back with the ball on the ground. It's picked up. At the 25, taking it to the house is Ladarius Tennyson. Big mistake in special teams. There is a flag down, though, back at the line of scrimmage. We'll see what that's all about. Ole Miss quarterback Luke Altmaier would stay hot, and guess who he threw it to? Yep, you got it. Once again, Michael Trigg, the four-yard touchdown pass. Once again, the cruise kick was good. The Rebels go up 21 to nothing with only 5.02 to go in the first quarter. There's the snap. Fake to Evans. Altmaier pump fakes, tries to throw in trouble. They got him around the leg, throws to the end zone near side. Touchdown, Ole Miss. And it's Michael Trigg who high points it and scores over here in the left corner. And Altmaier was fighting to try to get free, 
with Mitchell all over his legs. He's able to throw it for the TD. And we talked about it. Luke Altmaier played really well, specifically in the first quarter. With only 21 seconds to go, Ole Miss would extend its lead to 28 to nothing when Luke Altmaier scampered around the left end and scored from one yard out. That cruise kick was good again. From the one-yard line, a one-yard completed pass. Now the snap, fake to Judkins. Altmaier wants to keep it, dives for the end zone off the right side, and he's in there. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Strong safety, Nysheem Young. Transfer would get in on the defensive action with a big interception. It's like uh, Central Arkansas not going to try a field goal. They're going for it here. 58 seconds to go. Fourth and 10. Here comes pressure. Steps into it. Throws it toward the end zone. Overthrows it. In diving in the end zone. Looks like for Barnes it's going to be picked off by Aishim Young. It was a long throw. Aishim went a little bit further than the receiver. Dove for it. And Young gets the interception in the end zone. Hey, by the way. What a game by Jonathan Mingo. We talked about him being the receiver that stepped up. He had a huge catch with the Rebels leading 31-0 following a Jonathan Cruz 41-yard field goal. 34 left hash. Dart takes the snap, fakes the handoff, sets up in the pocket, has lots of time deep down the middle and holding on Mingo. Mingo hauls it in and catches it anyway. What a grab Man. by Jonathan Mingo at the five-yard line. Trey Green. Zach Evans would take it in just a few yards out. Three-yard run. That Jonathan uh, Cruz kick was good. The Rebels go up 38 to nothing. Off to Evans, straight ahead, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Well, that yeah. was quick and easy. A four-yard run for Evans. First and goal for Ole Miss from the two. The Rebels are in the Wade Incorporated green zone. There's a quick pass near side. Easy step into the end zone from Michael Trigg. Touchdown, Rebels. And you heard it from Voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, 8.09 to go in the third quarter. Michael Trigg, a two-yard touchdown pass. That one from Jackson Dart. The cruise kick was good, and Ole Miss would go up 45 to nothing. It would extend that lead to 52 to nothing when Malik Heath, the transfer out of Mississippi State, would catch a six-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Dart. This time, Christian Schadenfeld's kick was good. And with 119 to go in the third quarter, the Rebels would lead 52 to nothing. Fake on the handoff over the middle. The pass is caught for the touchdown, and that's Malik Heath. Malik just ran right to the goalpost, and Dart jumped up and fired it to him. The Bears would add a field goal by Hayden Ray from 31 yards out with 9.54 to go in the ball game to cut the lead. Uh, well, I don't know if I would say cut the lead, but the lead would be 52-3. to Ole Miss would score with 3.23 to go when SMU transfer running back, Ulysses Bentley IV, would scamper around the end. 11-yard touchdown run. The Christian Shadenfeld kick was good. The handoff is Ulysses Bentley IV, and he comes right, gets the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Well, great job of Ulysses Bentley. Obviously, he was trying to get up the middle. He kicked it out to the right side and make the first guy miss. And that would be all the scoring. And by the way, you heard Harry Harrison, our color analyst, on the Ole Miss Radio Network, kind of describe that play. Harry works uh, for a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Wilder, Wilder Fitness out of Pontotoc, Mississippi, where he makes all of types of weight equipment that you'll see at both high school and college campuses all across the country. Not long ago, Mr. Jimmy Wilder passed away. Uh, Jimmy was in great health. It was just a time for, for Jimmy to go, and, and I'll be honest with you, that hit me pretty hard. I've known Jimmy for a long time, so – our thoughts and prayers are with Jimmy's family, and uh, we wish uh, their family all of the best. I know it was hard for Harry and his uh, wife, Regina. They're two, they're, they're two really good folks, and so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the Wilder family. The final score, Ole Miss wins 59-3. to Here's the final call 
from Voice of the Rebels, David Kellum. Chase Benish on the tackle for Central Arkansas. That's going to do it. The Ole Miss Rebels are going to walk away with the victory. The final score is Ole Miss 59 and Central Arkansas 3. And again, the Rebels go to 2-0. Central Arkansas falls to 0-2 next week. And the Rebels will take a 2-0 record into Atlanta next week to face the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 here in Mississippi. Uh, excited to have Rod McKenzie. He is with Go Jackets on the 247 site. And we'll get Rod's take on the Yellow Jackets later on this week. Probably uh, probably that will air on Thursday. So uh, we'll get you all the information that you need about uh, the uh, Yellow Jackets. Out of the ACC, they're 2-0 and on the year. I'm sorry, they're 1-1. and They lost that opening game to Clemson and, of course, won this past week over Western Carolina. So uh, we'll get you all the information that you need uh, for uh, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And also, if you're going to Atlanta, it's a fun city, and, and uh, I know the family and I are going over. Uh, we kind of make a little bit mini vacation out of it. The Braves are playing on Friday night. I've never been to Truist Park, so a lot of the family are excited because Friday night is going to be firework night. So uh, you get to see the fireworks after the game on Friday. Of course, we'll ex- uh, be excited about going over and seeing the Braves play. I think I'm, I'm excited to see Austin Roddy in person. You know, he's out of DeSoto County, Mississippi, and just signed a mega contract. Then you look at Dansby Swanson, who played for Vanderbilt. I think Dansby Swanson was on the team that won the national championship. I can't remember. There. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the only way I know really who this player is is I know he's pretty good, Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, my nephew's got a jersey of the Ronald Acuna Jr. jersey. So the Braves are having a really good year. Uh, I, I must admit, you know, I'm not a huge Major League Baseball fan, but uh, I have been to the original Fulton County Stadium. I can probably tell you the starting lineup of the 1983 Braves. Uh, of course, led by third baseman Bob Horner. And everybody <laughs> knew uh, Bob Horner. He, he was the guy. But you remember shortstop Rafael Ramirez, uh, first baseman. Let's see if I can get this right. Chris Chambliss played first. Glenn Hubbard played second. And then uh, Horner played third. Yeah. And uh, at the plate, Bruce Benedict played some, but I think Rick Cerrone was the starting catcher that year. Uh, outfield, you had Daryl Murphy in center, Claudio Washington in right. I don't remember who played left. I want to say it may have been Terry Harper, maybe a Milt Thompson. I don't remember who played left. I'll have to think about that one. But uh, the pitchers that year, I'll never forget Rick Camp. Uh, the, the the baseball cards that, I, that I've got between he and I bet Rosian was on that team. Uh, Rick Mailer was on the team. Craig McMurtry. Um, let's see, Zane Smith, Bruce Souter. So, uh <laughs> I can remember so much about that team back in 85 because, I mean, gosh, we watched every game between them and and the Cubs on WGN. Those were the teams that we watched growing up. And uh, it was just really cool to get to see them as a kid back in, uh, you know, back at original Fulton County Stadium. And then I was able to go to Turner Field. It feels like they didn't play in Turner Field just a couple of years. But uh, Turner Field now the site of a uh, football field. One of the uh, the Georgia teams, the ones that – college i don't know if it's georgia state or, or georgia southern it's not georgia southern so i think it maybe it is georgia state that took that over but uh yeah excited about that and uh remember they've got the varsity which is very near uh georgia tech's campus right across the interstate uh, i encourage you to google the varsity and see all the different food options they have you got the coca-cola uh, museum is there you've got centennial park for the site of the 1996 olympics or downtown uh, you've got the buckhead community 
It's a, a lot of things you can do in the city of Atlanta. They've got a great museum, a ton of different museums. But I think just just getting there early and touring the campus at Georgia Tech, it's a really cool campus right there in the heart of the city. And, uh, gosh, and I completely forgot, the College Football Hall of Fame is, is not far either. So uh, the College Football Hall of Fame is, is, is definitely somewhere you need to go. That's where they had SEC Media Days this year. But the city of Atlanta is always a blast. And so encourage. I think there will be a ton of Rebel fans there. Everybody, I've talked to a lot of people that are going over. It's not a bad drive. It's about four and a half hours from Tupelo, uh, maybe five hours or so from, from uh, Oxford. So I think it's a great opportunity to see the Rebels on the road. So grateful for our friends over at Bet Online. Remember, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events uh, with first to market odds and lines. Find uh, reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, who's wide open right now, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Uh, Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device. Join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And so grateful for our sponsor, Debbie Johnson with Kessinger Real Estate. Uh, Debbie's been with us for a while now. And uh, the studio, we're here in the Debbie Johnson studio. If you have any questions about any type of real estate in the Oxford area or, I don't know, anywhere around the state of Mississippi, I promise you, you give her a call and she'll make sure you've got everything you need in regards to any type of property. Debbie Johnson, studios here for the Believe in Omens podcast and our official real estate agent. Thanks, everybody, again for joining us on the Believe in Omens podcast. Remember, Brian McKenzie of Go Jackets 247 will be joining us later on in the week. Try to get that to you on Thursday where we'll recap. Uh, everything that's happened prior to the last couple of games with the Georgia Tech, and then preview this Ole Miss game, and most importantly, get you all the information that you need about that Georgia Tech lineup. We'll have it for you right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan COTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network.